0: Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code OFFSGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners are going to receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SCPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today.
1: Hey, what's up? This is Sam Ocho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football.
0: Old fashioned football.
1: You make this deal right now, you pancake eating mother. All right, so deal. football
0: welcome welcome to old-fashioned football if you're wondering who you're listening to this is j mark you can find me on the x at j mark football and if you're wondering who us is that's old-fashioned football at old-fashioned fb but before i keep going i got to bring in my co-host on the pod and in life you can find her on the x at the mer mark mer how you doing today
1: is it the weekend yet <laughs> not
0: <laughs> quite yet not quite yet no uh, shout out to the chat. RD has the night off, so we are stuck Ooh, with him. Hey, we'll take RD. it. Uh, looking forward to hearing what you think about some of these players, because we're going to be talking about franchise tags. Uh, I already have one person franchise tag. We'll get to that. But there's some others that might be hitting the free agency. And we're going to breeze over free agency drafts, yada, yada. Um, but yeah. How you doing? We, I mean, I know you want it to be the weekend, but I do. Well, we did last, have a good weekend we had last a great weekend. weekend.
1: The weather, too. Like, the weather's been up and down. It was... We started the week off on Monday at 72 degrees. On Sunday, we were outside playing soccer with our nephew, and it was just nice. Like, I... We were... You were in a t-shirt and shorts. I, we I, were... In February. I
0: think we could say that I am a better soccer player than you.
1: I have some good foot action.
0: You... Are- don't say that that's a completely different site than our podcast um
1: <laughs> hey uh i have some moves
0: you're you're very all i can think of is your very first move when you went to uh don't stop kick ball a and rolling missed it
1: well that there's that <laughs> and then don't kick a rolling ball like stop it and then kick it yes. we were trying aiden and i were on a team and we were trying to get balls past you yes we did succeed
0: uh, yeah, sometimes, some sometimes He's
1: trying to get him in the passing game, passing yes, the ball. Yes, we're
0: trying to teach him some some soccer skills. Mm-hmm. Um, he did inform me that kids at school say he don't kick too well. Um, <laughs> so I was working on him with that since I did play a lot of soccer when I was younger, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of teaching him some. It was a lot of fun, and they're going to be here in a couple weeks. Yes, and he said, or I said, we're going to have to play some soccer. And he says, "Do you even have a soccer ball?" And I was like, this "Of course kid. we do." <laughs> this kid. Jay's <laughs> children. Um, but um, some other stuff went on this weekend.
1: Yes, and I actually, I just sent you a photo, and you're like, why are you sending me this? You don't have to show it yet. Okay. You, because you I have a question for you. Like, you know me and my family and how we get about things, how you could say we take some things to the extreme. I am, it's in my competitive nature <laughs> to not stop when there's something like, to have the, the final say, or the to <laughs> this win. This <laughs> I know about
0: arguments. <laughs> she always has to have um, the final say.
1: But I like. Where do you draw the line? So this stems back to. I'll tell you. Where. This stems back to something that was said on our show. Yes. So we did this past fantasy football season was our first season that we decided we're going to do a family league. Let's get our family members who don't. Do fantasy football. Let's teach them. Let's get them in. And we made their first league be an auction draft. And yeah, it was fun. If right we have all of them hooked, mm-hmm. they get it. And there's they want so to do much, it again next year. So much competition there between your parents, my parents, my aunt, uncle, my cousins. It was good. However, there wasn't I don't, I wish I knew the date, <laughs> but we brought up some and this was after. This was like a f- episodes later after my mom made this trade where she wanted to do trade backs for a week and we're just like no. Anyway, yeah.
0: let me give you this player for a week.
1: <laughs> and so then I want, I and then I'll trade. And we'll trade back. Um, so <laughs> she wanted to be in the playoffs. There yes, was yes. a move that my parents were making, and it was just like weasel-y. and yes. we don't do weasel like no weasel moves in fantasy football. It was just so easily, and we were calling my mom a weasel for fantasy football and she got so offended, super offended. Yes. But I made a gold weasel, like I made this homemade mm-hmm. gold weasel trophy for her that I gave to her at Christmas. Yes. <laughs> During that side of the family's family Christmas. And um, she was so, she gifted you a, a weasel shirt. I know. She didn't know, I know I that got, I was going to give her a gold weasel trophy. I don't know
0: how I got roped and in. And the
1: then weasel. we leave family Christmas.
0: <laughs> and the line had been crossed.
1: <laughs> you the, were the so mad.
0: Line. There
1: were bumper stickers on our car. Yes. Q1 that says right now. Yeah, cue it because I'm the weasel. We knew immediately my mom put this bumper sticker on her car. Ignore the dust we live on a gravel off of a gravel road, just ignore <laughs> the dust on our poor poor vehicle. But um So anyway, <laughs> she puts this bumper sticker on and then you are so mad and I, I was. like it's not a big deal. They can come off easily. If you're having it trouble getting above I haven't done it yet. I know. Time. I have driven by myself and I've like been in a parking lot walking to a car. And I'm like, oh my God, this sticker is still on our car. This is like, cause when you pull up behind somebody at a light, what do you notice? Like if yeah. they don't have a bumper sticker, you're looking at their license plate. You're always trying to make words out of license plates. Uh huh. But otherwise, you're looking at all these bumper stickers and like, yeah, anyway.
0: The other sticker she put on You know, on there everybody
1: said, who's followed us has seen this bumper sticker.
0: The other one she put on there said, ask me about my explosive diarrhea, but that one fell off quickly. It fell
1: off. And you could barely see it. It was yes. black lettering. Anyway. <laughs> um, the line was
0: crossed. So you way. were
1: so mad. And I have been thinking of how to get back. Well, we did something this past weekend. Yes. At my parents' house. We were about to leave. You already had started playing soccer. I was like, we're all outside because it's 60-some degrees on a Sunday. And I had seen a TikTok or a reel or something of this lady who ordered, like, hundreds of mini, mini, like, ducks. Yes. And hid them all over.
0: We should have had your video ready to play of the ducks. <laughs> we should have.
1: <laughs> and hid them all over their parents' house when they were gone. Right. Right. So we ordered 260 of these things and I proceeded to hide them all over the house before we were leaving. Everybody's outside and I hid them in not just inside the house. I don't know if they've all been found. I think the last update was that my mom found 141 of them. Yeah,
0: she had not found them all.
1: (laughs) No, and how it started, it was great. She goes to start laundry and she's I put one inside the laundry in the cap. cap. So she takes the cap off and she's pouring. I just hit my mic. And the duck falls out with the laundry. So and she was freaked out. <laughs> she
0: was like, I know she told <laughs> her she's like, I was thinking, do I need to contact Tide? What's going on here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, find a blue duck in your laundry detergent and you win a prize. Like what's going on? And then I think she probably found a duck in the fridge. Like she started finding them and she's like oh, okay. And way to go if she hasn't found she does believe that, away. that we hid I don't think she, I feel like she thinks she's found them all. Yeah. I got very creative and I know that there's payback coming. She's already threatened things. One of the things that was threatened is that if we're ever gone on a weekend or a vacation this year, she's going to get people together and come paint our house Packers colors. Yeah,
0: that's crossing the line.
1: Is it? OK, so this yes, is the is. no, I know it is <laughs> that this, <laughs> this is the question. This is the question. What is like because I have to then it would never end. It's never ending. We have started something this that will never I, end. And I don't know what where the line is. This is
0: why I told I, I did tease your dad <laughs> telling him, Did you see the the new stickers I put on your truck? And he's like, My truck? And I was like, Yeah. He's like, Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't have anything to do with the bumper sticker thing. Like, he got really <laughs> yeah, my worried. dad
1: like wants to stay out of this. <laughs> yes. But it is war. It is like, and where do you stop? And the thing is. The 260 is not the end of it. No, we're talking like I, we're talking like a thousand. So I'm just not, I'm just going to end there. I'm going to end there.
0: Nick in the chat (laughs) says Jeep owners do that to each other already. They duck each other. Nick, these are like, they're like
1: half an inch.
0: So it's hard to find them.
1: And I was actually
0: impressed you found that many. I know. I wouldn't go on a mission (laughs) finding them. It would just be if they turn up. Yeah.
1: Like my mom has these like hair creams in the shower that they're in like these tubs. I unscrewed the lid, put a duck in the cream. How do you know did, she
0: found that one already? I don't. If she watches. If
1: she, then that then there you go. I she's at 142. I'm but gonna like, cut you off. I went to you this level. Anymore. Like my poor sister, like she had stuff. She has stuff at my parents, she's staying at my parents. She she's impacted she by the duck. She also got ducked. She got ducked. But we said 260 and yeah. that, it's just not even and i have a feeling what's coming to us after this is it's going to be big and then what do we do back and where do you cro- cross we line stop. i think when you cause somebody to <laughs> devalue in property i think that's the line <laughs> so well, you, you have rd
0: a- <laughs> in the chat will uh, argue that packers colors will improve the value of property <laughs> no, but a i just green disagree. and yellow
1: house i think not i think i I just, I think I would cry if we came home and our house is green and yellow. I would cry. Uh, first of all, I don't even have the time. Right. We don't have time to fix that.
0: That's true. How
1: long would we go with yes. the Packers house?
0: You know, well, I thought the stickers was too far. I know they come off, but you were so
1: mad. I was like, Justin, this you don't really touch other people's deal.
0: things like that. That, that bothers anyway, me. Anyway, um, we've started
1: r- something and I just don't know where it ends. And my mind has just been thinking about this. And thinking about how far does this go before it's over?
0: Yeah. Um, let's. <laughs> we're going to move on here before people get ideas and to give away other hiding locations. Uh, just a quick reminder, we got Redwood Empire next week. Yes. We're excited, excited. to talk with them, talking with their head distiller, uh, Jeff Duckhorn. Sorry. We have free agency coverage, of course. We have draft month in April, which is going to include some giveaways. More on that. Later and then um what are we drinking today?
1: Today we are drinking Castle and Keys Restoration Rye. Um, this is I we're drinking it right now in our old fashioned. We will be trying it uh neat. Later on in the show, mm-hmm. did you put chocolate bitters in this old fashioned?
0: I did not. Did
1: you get chocolate?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. Or now yet. that I said that, do you? Taste well, chocolate? now you. Now that you <laughs> said it, I'm going to. I way thought to maybe
1: you used chocolate bitters. No, um, I
0: made them how I always make them. I like to stay consistent when we're trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, make it the same way. But I will tell you before you said that when I opened it and smelled it, chocolate came to my senses. Yeah, chocolate. Sure. Very um, chocolatey. Like a baker's chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not like a Hershey's Kiss or whatever, no. like a baker's kind of type of chocolate. Um, check in with the chat. RD says you can only do green gold house if you live in Green Bay. We don't. So let's not do that. Uh-uh. Uh, if your parents are listening. Nick said he's not taking any sides. So, Nick, you're removed from our Christmas card list. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's our side or no side. Just kidding. Hey, real quick. Let's talk about underdog fantasy. It's the easiest place to play fantasy sports, and it's also the fastest growing app in the industry. They have a pick 'em game where you can uh, look at your favorite players, and they're going to have a higher or lower stat total in their week's game for a chance to win big. I mean, we're talking NBA, MLS, baseball. That would be MLB. Um, I don't know why I said baseball and the others. Anyways, pick between two and five players to build a pick 'em entry, or you can do the rivals like this player is going to have more points than this player. It pits two players against each other. And all you got to do is sign up today with promo code OFFSGPN to get a first deposit doubled up to $100, as well as an instant pick 'em special. That's right, a special. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code OFFSGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100, as well as an instant pick 'em special. Got to be 18 plus and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1 800 522 4700 or visit www.nepgambling.org. And SGPN is teaming up with underdog to give you even more of a bonus. If you sign up now between now and the end of the month, which is tomorrow, uh, five winners will receive an underdog hat, underdog shirt, and a $50 SGPN gift card. Sign up today using promo code SGPN, and then go to sports slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win. All right, let's talk a little franchise tags. First of all, if you don't follow a lot of football, maybe you just are a casual fantasy football player, or maybe you're here waiting to hear about the whiskey, the uh, Castle and Key Restoration Rye, you might be saying, What in the hell is a franchise tag? <laughs> um, so every and year,
1: how does it affect fantasy football?
0: Exactly. So every year, there are a list of players who are eligible to be franchise tagged by their team. Now, what that means is the team can say, Hey, you are not hitting free agency. We are going to uh, say you're one Pick of our their franchise- contracts up,
1: so yes. they would be going to the free agency. So yes. their teams are reviewing, mm-hmm. and they might decide to franchise tag them, so yeah. they don't hit the free agency and they have to stay on the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. One year contract. If now, if they sign it, we've seen this controversy where they don't sign it. They want a longer term mm-hmm. deal, yada yada. They threaten to hold out, all that stuff. But this is. Important. Important to know, because if you your if your player in your fantasy football league is not franchise tagged, you can assume that they're likely going to hit free agency and be on a different team. If they're franchise tagged, which there's been one so far as of what we're doing right now, uh, then, you know, they're going to stay so. Let's run through these real quick. Uh I'll go go wide receivers, quarterbacks. You do running backs, tight ends. This is just the names. Then we're gonna dive mm-hmm. it, into it a little bit more. But wide receivers, T Higgins, who was tagged. He's tagged. Yes. He's the only one. Yeah, he's back on the Bengals. Uh, then we got Michael Pittman of the Colts, Marquise Brown of the Cardinals, and then Baker Mayfield of the Bucks could be franchise tagged.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got for running backs who all have been told they will not be tagged. We've got yeah. Sa- Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Derek Henry. And for tight ends, we have Dalton Schultz.
0: Yeah, so uh, Saquon Barkley tagged last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, it is interesting to me that they have all been told like, hey, we're not tagging you. Mm-hmm. Some of them were told like we're going to try to make a deal, but we'll see how it goes. It's, it's going to be crazy. This is going to be a cr- crazy free agency, more so than I feel like some of the past have been.
1: There's so um, many there's so much talent hitting the free agency,
0: especially running back. Running back is mm-hmm. a loaded room. Uh, so let's talk about buying or selling some of these players fantasy football wise. And I'll kick it off with T Higgins. We said that he was already franchise tagged, So there's no question about where he's going to play. Um, now, he finished wide receiver 49 last year because he was injured some mm-hmm. games. So I think naturally. If he stays healthy, remember when, when we're projecting fantasy football, we always just assume players are all going to stay healthy. We know that's not going to happen, but let's say he stays healthy. I think he'll obviously be better than wide receiver 49. He's a really talented wide receiver. The defense has to focus on Jamar chase, but because of that 49, I think if you can get him for like a less value, if you could, you know, kind of swing it to somebody like, you know, he had a down year, had some injuries. He's on I think the tag.
1: If you're looking to offload him, I think that.
0: I'm saying to get him.
1: To get him. Yeah.
0: Try to talk somebody into, you know, he was only wide receiver 49 last year. He had injuries. He's not going to stay you healthy. You could go again. that
1: route. You could also, I was thinking if you were wanting to get rid of him, <laughs> you could use the fact that like, you know, they'd have, you could do the opposite. Yeah. You know? So
0: if I'm doing the opposite, I go, Hey, Hey, he got franchise tagged for a year. He's going to want to play his ass off this he year to get paid to
1: get paid. Yeah. And we're, we're horrible. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> tell going the opposite here. That's right. But no, but yeah, I'm, he's going to want get paid. He selling. finished wide receiver 49, but that was with injuries. Had he not been injured, he would have finished higher. And now he's going to have all this motivation.
0: Yeah. Um, it's obviously good for Joe Burrow to have T Higgins and Jamar chase. Yes. Uh, RD pointing out, which I did hear this still talk. He could be traded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, usually we don't see players traded on the tag, but it absolutely could happen. I've seen that talk as well. I think he stays there for another year. Um this is
1: assuming where I mean everything we're talking is assuming he's staying.
0: Yeah, I think this is gonna be a bounce back year for the Bengals, actually. You know, um they, they had a down year. I just think it's gonna be a bounce back. Burrow was hurt, Higgins had mm-hmm. injuries, Jamar Chase had injuries. Uh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bounce back here. So uh you want to talk about the next guy?
1: Yeah, Michael Pittman. Um like if you're I think I'm I'm buying. I'm buying. It, it's hard you, yeah. to see him getting any worse no matter where he goes. He finished wide receiver fifteen with Gardner Minshew throwing two.
0: <laughs> right. <to him. laughs> yeah.
1: So whether he's back with Anthony Richardson or has another Q, QB, like he's still at least top 20.
0: Yeah. Um so if he's I think he could not, be yeah, think, yeah,
1: top twelve with a solid quarterback. So I don't know. I, I, I think that the Colts would be dumb to let him walk away.
0: I agree. I mean, when you got a guy that put up the numbers he did with Gardner Minshew, <laughs> with um, Minshew. yeah, Minshew Mania, yeah, he, Minshew Mania. He's a he's a hell of a wide receiver. I I don't think they should let him walk. But who knows what happens with that organization? They're a little cuckoo mm-hmm. sometimes. Another wide receiver that we're going to talk about, Marquise Brown. He did finish wide receiver fifty two last year. Uh, obviously, Kyler Murray was hurt most of the year, but. I think he has the potential to finish above wide receiver 52. I just don't trust him. I think he's going to be the, that type of guy that he had a couple good seasons. Well, one, he had one really decent season where like, mm-hmm. wow, Marquise Brown, yeah. Hollywood Brown is going to break out. And then it was just kind of disappointment after disappointment. He could never get back to that. I think he's going to kind of fade out personally. Um, He'll always be kind of a a number two or three on the team, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So if he's on my team and if I can get an okay price, I'm selling him. It doesn't have to blow me out of the water. Um, But I'm getting, even if it's like in a dynasty, if it's a round two pick, I might take that because I I think there's, yeah, yeah, I think there's more potential at a round two draft pick than there is with Marquise Brown. So, but I do think the Cardinals are going to let him test the free agency. I don't think he's going to stick around.
1: No, I do. I see him going. Yeah, I see him going. Um, I've got Baker Mayfield next. And if he's starting and stays in Tampa, I want this guy. If he's competing for a job elsewhere, I don't know if I do. So I'm kind of waiting on him. Um, He finished QB 10. And as much as I love the Baker Mayfield fire, I think that this was his ceiling, and I'd sell. I'd sell high. Um,
0: yeah. If you can get a good return for him right mm-hmm. now, yeah, I think 100%. you could sell him
1: high. I. You
0: think he sticks around in Tampa?
1: I feel like it's best for him to.
0: It is. It is best for him. I agree. They've said they want to bring him back, and I mean, he took him to the playoffs. He deserves to go back, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, I think he deserves to go back. Uh, We're going to flip over the running backs in one second. But before we do, Miranda, why don't you tell people where they can make some better bets?
1: You can make better bets over on Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which pair players are hot and which picks have value.
0: Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to graph more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get a 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, let's get into these running backs. This is a guy that I was high on this Mm -hmm. year.
1: It's the Kwan. Actually,
0: yeah, past two years, (laughs) I've been high on this guy. Uh, He did finish his RB12, and despite where he lands, I think he stays there. He's a really talented guy, runs the ball, catches the ball. Um, This is a guy where last year before... He stayed with the Giants. I wanted him on the Bears. I'm sure you heard me say that over and over. <laughs> I still want him on the Bears. Uh, I know everybody's concerned with injury history. I think he's shown he can stay healthy despite where he lands, though. I think, um, and this goes for most of the running backs, not all of them, but most of them, I think they're going to get paid. I don't know if it's going to be a big payday because it's kind of a saturated market when you think about the the guys we're talking about right now and some we're going to talk about in a minute with the free agency, but. Whoever pays him is going to want to use him. You know they want to yes. get their money's worth. So I think they're that, that Saquon's going to get paid. I think he's going to get used. I hope it's by the Bears. I don't know. Uh, maybe RD wants him on the Packers. You know, if if Dylan is gone, maybe a Jones Barkley combo is what he's hoping for. Um, but if I have Saquon Barkley right now, I'm I'm holding. I'm, I'm not buying. I'm not necessarily buying. I'm not selling for sure. I think I'm mm-hmm. just holding. I do think he hits the free agency. The Giants are um, kind of on the cusp of a reset. I mean, Daniel Jones has not panned out like they thought. Dan Jones Dan, Is He's
1: back to Daniel Jones. He's back now? to
0: Daniel. I he, mean, lost, he hasn't done much. He
1: lost the Dan.
0: Since getting his uh, 40, $40 million a year contract or whatever. Um, yeah, I just,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think Saquon goes elsewhere. He might decide to stay with the Giants just because he seems like a guy that would be loyal. Um but I'm hoping he walks. I want to see him in a different uniform, honestly.
1: Oh, where do you want to see him?
0: The Bears. Well. Of course.
1: Like, but, where do you but think he's going to go?
0: Think about Saquon Barkley on the Texans. With CJ Stroud, you know, you can't just key on the run because he's a, he's a good passer. They Devin Singletary did all right last year for mm-hmm. Stroud, but think about Barkley in that backfield. That's what I think takes them to a next level.
1: I'm loving me, the Texans. I'm I know. I'm just gonna say they're like
0: what it's do you a think, surprise
1: Greg? team that I like to yeah. have this like.
0: I do think they come back down to earth a little bit next year. I think maybe them and the Jaguars are gonna trade some blows. But what do you think about Barclay on the Texans? Are I you can... all in on that? I like it. Yeah. I
1: like it. I haven't thought I hadn't thought about that till right now, but it's sounds pretty sexy. I, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Down girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All
1: right. Um, Real quick.
0: RD mm -hmm. says Packers don't waste money on running backs. Extend Jones and draft youth. Use money better places. I I kind of agree. That's probably what the Packers will do. Mm -hmm. And then uh, RD wants, he thinks Saquon could go to the Ravens, which would be, that would be interesting too. Lamar and Saquon back there. That'd be really interesting. That would be
1: interesting. Not as
0: interesting as Fields and Barkley, but.
1: Well, having a running back like Barkley go to a team That That has that run. Okay.
0: Is that what you're going to say?
1: Well, or where you have such a, like Lamar is the prominent running back on that team. True.
0: But if you think about like option reads, now they have to account for Lamar and And? a guy like Saquon
1: that Uh really ups
0: their offense.
1: Do you think fantasy relevancy is still there for both of them?
0: It's there, but I do think it hurts Saquon,
1: not Lamar. Mm. For the rush for the rushing. Yeah, for yards. the rushing.
0: Um, I don't think so because he's still gonna have his random. He's gonna have his breakouts too, and, and... Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Yep. Just had to yeah, had to no, vet, yeah. I like it. All Who right. Next? Josh Jacobs. We disagree <laughs> on him so often. I, I this know fucking guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I like Josh Jacobs, you not so much. He finishes RB twenty-seven. I see him it's hard for me not to see him landing back with the Raiders, even if it's just a year yeah. on the franchise tag um he so he isn't past his prime
0: no right.
1: he's still young he's 26 years old and you know me and like sometimes like you know prime age for nfl running back between the ages of 27 23 and 27 he's 26 he's in that sweet spot yeah i still i like him i just do i like josh jacobs
0: i know you do uh He just has some inefficient numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know he's done well in the past, but if you look at like his rush per average, it's not what you would think it would be for somebody who is considered one of the better running backs in the Mm -hmm. league. So that's what had me off of him last year. I, and I'm the same I know
1: two years before he was like, what, in our top 10, he was in the top 10, finished top 10. He did regress this year, but I don't think, I think he's going to finish higher.
0: I think he's going to bounce back. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm curious. So I know uh, we're going to talk about Derrick Henry next, but I know Tennessee is in on Tajay Spears. But yes. if they moved to move Henry out and Josh Jacobs comes in, he's a similar type of runner that could share with Tajay Spears and succeed just as Derrick Henry did, in mm-hmm. my opinion. That would be an interesting move for me, be. Jacobs to Tennessee. Thoughts? Or do you want him on the Texans too?
1: I don't know. I don't want Josh Jacobs on the Texans. Let's, let's leave him.
0: How about the bears? What do you think about Jacobs to the bears? You love Josh Jacobs. I
1: know I don't.
0: So I would be against <laughs> it. Be but
1: <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, look at that. RD says Jacobs is a prototypical Bears style running back. Um, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a better down to Foreman. I would say mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. And and Foreman, you know, did all right last year when he was the featured back. So, yeah, that would be interesting Mm -hmm. to see. Um, Derek Henry, a guy that's going to hit the free agency for the first time in his career, finished RB8. A top 10
1: running back hitting the free agency. Yeah,
0: I don't think Tennessee brings him back. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he finishes top 10 again, ever. Ever? Ever. Ever. I think (laughs) that if you think about Derrick Henry, he has had a massive workload more Uh than anybody. If you go back to when he was a rookie till now, he has had more carries than any other running back in that time frame. Uh And so I think anybody that does pay him is going to put him in a timeshare. I think he's going to be he still may be the featured back but I think they're going to want to preserve him. If I'm paying for you, I, I want to preserve him. I can agree.
1: Yeah, I think preservation is
0: Yeah. probably
1: it, going to happen.
0: And because of that, even though he's very talented and he will mm-hmm. probably make a lot out of the carries he does, I think I'm going to agree
1: with it's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Keep talking.
0: <laughs> I I don't think he'll finish top 10 ever again. Okay, I, that's I, not I what don't. I thought
1: you were going to say. Oh. I thought you were going to say like because of it like he finished top 10 this past year because just he is a talented running back. Mm -hmm. I think now you sell high.
0: Oh yeah. Because I don't know that you're going to
1: get the same value for him. Any other time.
0: I agree. Yeah. Dynasty wise, especially sell him.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now he's probably on the tail end of his career. Unfortunately. I mean, tennessee says god bless derrick henry they love him you know they we do. talked to victoria edie butler and she was gonna be sad yeah i, if I brought
1: left. up ij spears and she was like no yeah i like henry loved
0: him but um but yeah i just i think he falls out of that rd in the chat says henry to kc for a cheap deal smash and dash with pacheco uh as if kc needs more offensive firepower i mean they don't need to get better.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I do agree that would be an amazing combination. Um, I
1: mean, they're building a dynasty, so yeah,
0: they are. I mean, they're that's that's at that point, I would buy into Henry for fantasy football wise, but still not as like a top ten. Um, but that would be an excellent spot for him, where mm-hmm. you have a quarterback that moves the ball down the field easily, and you can vulture those short yardage touchdowns. So I want Tony to bring back
1: Tony Parn. <laughs> down. About pollard. <laughs> he did finish rb 15 uh-huh. um but
0: he got with lucky. that
1: i don't want to agree with you but i'm not big on pollard um i wasn't last year i'm not i don't know that i am for 2024 despite yeah, where really? he lands i just don't see him as you know, that star running back yeah. um
0: i so i, I was
1: i didn't anticipate i don't know I didn't anticipate him to finish no
0: and, and for yeah we were both out on him and for me me, especially mm-hmm. like I listen to the sports gambling podcast guys a lot and I'm trying to take well, these blinders the blinders off. I know cowboys. I'm trying to take the blinders <laughs> off for the Cowboys.
1: If this is all coming from things they've said, then you need to C- stop right now. <laughs>
0: well, CD Lamb elite. I, I will never doubt CD Lamb's yeah. ability again. Um Pollard, though, I'm still going to whether he's a cowboy or not. I'm still going to doubt it. Uh, speaking of Cowboys, was of,
1: a former Cowboy coming
0: yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, Texans, Dalton Schultz finished tight end 11. I think the Texans re-sign him, whether it's franchise tag or just a one-year deal. I think he probably had fun playing with CJ Stroud, um, staying in Texas. And I think with Stroud as his quarterback, he'll stay in that top 12. Um, we know tight end is such a weird position. Yeah. Fantasy wise, tight end tier. 11
1: is not relevant. It's just no, not. It, I mean, yeah. Obviously, if you're a 12 in a 12-man league, you have to have yeah. a tight somebody's got to have the tight end 11, And there's sp- likely starting. It's him. gonna be RD. <laughs> RD, Donald <laughs> Schultz, to see the tight end for you. But if you're not investing in your tight end and getting one of the top four tight ends, then it does, it's like a wash. Like yeah. you're you're gonna be tight end 11 tight end eight it doesn't matter
0: next year or not next year sorry we're gonna try to do some uh like fantasy roundtables with some of the fantasy football media people Mm -hmm. and, and people that do pods like we do this off season and one of the questions i am prepared to ask revolves around tight end are you taking sam laporta or travis kelsey which one i'm asking you now though you're
1: asking me yeah
0: on the spot which one you grabbing
1: Laporta for anything that's dynasty keeper. No,
0: I'm just saying redraft right now. You know, you're taking a tight end. I think or Kelsey. Well,
1: Kelsey said he's playing. Obviously, he's playing again. And if this next year is his last year, doesn't he go out with a bang? Or does does he
0: continue to kind of slow down?
1: But he didn't. He picked back up in the playoffs. Yeah, he did have a little slump there. Was it Taylor Swift distraction slump? or? (laughs) I I don't know. Something happened there, like kind of not mid season, but like mid to end season. And then he picked right back up.
0: Yeah. The playoffs. He finished as the Travis
1: Kelsey. I expected him to be all season long. Yeah. He still finished tight end one, tight end two, depending on.
0: Yeah. He was three, but. In no, half, tight end two. In he was a t- PPR, he was positive. Are you sure? Positive.
1: I, he was finished. Okay, well, then maybe I was looking at a PPR league. Yeah, he finished tight end two, not or tight end one. Standard, Sam Laporta is tight end
0: one. Actually, no, he didn't have a lot of touchdowns. That's kind of what held him back this year, I think. He didn't
1: get in the end zone. Not as much, yeah.
0: Um. Except against the Bears when Taylor Swift was at her first game. I
1: still, mm-hmm. like, I, calm down. Right. <laughs> Sam Laporta being tight end one is not a fluke. Yeah. He's gonna. I think he's going to stay up there. He's going to yeah. stay top of the tight ends. He's he's elite.
0: We're going to turn to the chat. So
1: I don't know. I've, I feel like I that's such a hard question. I, I love know. both of them. Both.
0: Right, I'm, I'm both. taking them both. <laughs> I could see you doing that, actually. Uh, shout out to the chat. Artie said he probably will end up with Dalton Schultz because he hates drafting tight ends. And then he you says You got to do it, though. It then, makes a
1: difference in your season. I know. I invest, and in, I was in playoffs and every, like, except the family league I don't the family league was just all kinds of effed up because we're
0: because of the weasels
1: no because we're drafting with people who don't know what the heck they're doing I would not spend the kind of money on the quarterbacks your dad my dad both drafted four quarterbacks that's true like what is happening? So like it's just all skewed when you have newbies. We have a bunch of noobs in the auction draft. <laughs> it was
0: also, I mean, we we did continuously pause to answer some questions. We
1: did. So it, there I, was a lot of noise was, going
0: on. I'm usually a person like I want yeah, to. Yeah, we quiet. did do
1: our family draft on <laughs> the portal, so we're all. It, it was all kinds of chaos. Um, we've got your parents on their portal at their island drinking their whiskey. Yeah, did
0: admit maybe he had too much whiskey or not maybe. enough. I don't know. And
1: your poor parents have to listen to my loud family. Loud <laughs> La- the hoys. The hoys are. I very just think the hoys. Yes. they the noise they were pushing through our portal <laughs> was intense. It was. Um I'm used to it though. This is I what know. I grew up with. I grew up with this loudness. You hear them in their house with wood floors. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. When you have the kids are growing up now, but when they were younger, they're still loud. They're they're just a loud family. Now I'm don't loud. tell
0: Addie, but she is almost as loud as Anjo. She is. She's got Love it. you, Addie, but <laughs> you you are quite loud. Though she has told me several times when I've let that slip, she's like, Well, I have to talk over them. Good point. Good point. Okay. Uh, so those are the anyway. franchise tags. <laughs> We're gonna keep updating you as the news comes across if somebody's getting mm-hmm. tagged, if they're not aside from franchise tags we got the free agency hitting Mm -hmm. up and there are some big names hitting free agency that are going to impact your team and now we're we're not going to go in depth with that this week next week we're going to go in depth with it and then the week following we're going to cover it because it'll have happened pretty much but we're going to look at some of the top names right now uh can you go ahead and tell everybody when the free agency period is
1: yes it starts march 11th at noon And we'll be covering it in a full episode on the 14th and talk fantasy football impacts. You'll be
0: gone. Uh, Yes. So (laughs) you're going to be on business travel. Um, No, I
1: will be not on the 14th.
0: You'll be back that day, right? I will be back. Right. Well, all I was going to say is... Make sure you follow our YouTubes or Insta because I will be doing videos of like updating you who signed where and stuff. We're not going to I'm not going to dive in because I'm going to keep the video short. But if you don't want to keep checking Adam Schefter's Twitter, you can follow (laughs) us and I'll give you a nice little video of who's going where. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk about some of the top names. Do you want quarterbacks and running backs or wide receivers and tight ends? I'll
1: take wide receivers tight ends.
0: All right. So quarterbacks, we got Kirko Chains. Kirk Cousins, um, <laughs> did you see? You probably didn't see it. I I probably browse on my Twitter and Insta too much, but Kirko, you think, has a photo at the dentist with a gold grill. I'm, I'm really hoping that he did not really get a gold grill, and that was just like a a fun photo or something, but it looks really real that he now has all gold teeth on the top.
1: Uh-uh.
0: hundred percent serious. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, Google it. It's good. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, who probably not a starter, but a great backup. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a good backup guy. Baker Mayfield. We already talked about him. Ryan Tannehill, probably a career done Aside from being a backup. Jameis Winston, famous Jameis. He's a, he's a different one. Gardner Minshew and Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Then the running backs. This class is loaded. At it free is. Agency. This uh, is
1: like so much talent in this.
0: Yeah. We got Saquon. I mean, we already talked about Saquon Barkley, Derek Henry, Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs, Tony Paul. Pollard. But then you add Donder Swift, Austin Eckler, oh, an and Eckler. J.K. Dobbins, which re- brings me up something in April draft month on old fashioned football, all draft stuff, but we're running a contest. You have to be subscribed to our YouTube and, uh, basically all you're going to have to do is upload a screenshot on a form that shows you're subscribed going to get entered into a drawing for some signed gear. But one of the things draft for, so like if I pull you first, you get the first draft pick of the stuff you can choose from. But speaking of JK Dobbins, we have a, and it's unfortunate that maybe he's leaving the Ravens now, but it's the last Ravens one you'll get maybe. Mm -hmm. And it's the lunar eclipse mini helmet. It's all white with the purple Raven as the kids would say it is sick looking um <laughs> I want it but we're gonna pass it along to whoever the winner is and it's autographed by JK Dobbins so mm-hmm. how about those uh, wide receivers because there's some good ones we
1: yes we got Mike Evans. do you really think he's gonna leave?
0: i that's I don't know I, I, they should resign him, him
1: not in Tampa
0: I know right All right we've
1: got Michael Pittman that we already talked about Kelvin Ridley Marquise Brown we talked about Gabe Davis. Curtis hey, Gabe
0: Davis <laughs> I hate fantasy football wise because when I don't start him he has this massive game when I mm-hmm. do start him he puts up I, zero
1: and see I, I didn't have any I don't have any shares of him so it's never fine. drafting him again <laughs> Curtis Samuel um yeah leaving
0: mm-hmm. Washington yep. who are the commanders as Colby would say
1: I I still want to whatever we're done <laughs> Darnell Mooney <laughs> Uh, KJ Osborne. Whenever I hear KJ Osborne, I want to say, I always want to say JK Osborne because of JK. <laughs> like, I just, I can't. KJ. KJ. But I always um, want to say JK.
0: Backing up real quick. I, just, I don't feel like the Bears are going to miss Darnell Mooney. I,
1: no. I'm,
0: I'm fine seeing him. Bye bye.
1: Tyler Boyd.
0: He's an interesting vet um, that could play well uh, for a team. I don't think he's gonna, a star wide receiver mm-hmm. by any means, but he brings a lot of good experience.
1: Odell Beckham, is he done? He's done. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, he did all right this year. He just, I don't know. We'll see. I did,
0: by the way, see that um, Calvin Ridley is being a heavily favorite to the Bears.
1: What do you think of that? I feel like beginning of last season, you would have been, yeah. I know. And 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 now you're like. uh,
0: (laughs) I mean, it's better than Darnell Mooney, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. If he's lining up next to DJ Moore, it's better than Darnell Mooney.
1: So I'm gonna get through these last ones sorry, really quick yeah. here. No, you're good. Um, one more wide receiver that I didn't mention is Michael Thomas, and then for tight ends that are gonna hit Dalton Schultz, already talked about him, Hunter Henry, your guy, Henry. <laughs> and Noah fans.
0: Iowa tight end. One of I the, love
1: my Iowa tight ends, but, but he just not, doesn't make the list. I love Noah,
0: I love Iowa tight ends, but not Noah. Sorry,
1: Fance. Noah, <laughs> you're out.
0: <laughs> uh, RD will know. My parents might know there isn't an Iowa tight end hitting the draft this year. But nowhere near the the, level. the La Porto or the Hawkinson caliber. Kittle. Kittle. Yeah, nowhere. You can't near... leave out Kittle. What's oh, wrong I was with you? Naming the younger ones, but nowhere Kittle near. Kittle is still relevant. There. Um, yeah, already pointing out that Johnny Smith got cut. I I shouldn't poke fun at people. I saw a lot of, you know, Kyle Pitts to the moon because Jonu Smith was the fucking problem there. It was coaching <laughs> and the fact that he can't block. Give me a break. I don't think Jonu Smith getting cut is going to affect pits. It's whether they utilize them right or they don't anyways. Sorry. I'll digress. Uh, Eric. all that's the tight end for Iowa. That's coming. Out. I knew, I knew RD would know. I digress. Let's down. get off the pits. Talk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My pits <laughs> patient
0: is just patient anger. Now. <laughs> anyways, the draft, we talked about the draft. Yes. April is draft month.
1: And. It is, yes. and we also have the combine that starts tomorrow through the fourth. It does, yeah. Um, with that, I mean, we're going to start seeing which teams are meeting with which players, who's giving a closer, like, who's giving a closer look. Yeah. Um,
0: um, so Bears, Commanders, Jets, Patriots, Giants. I key, there were a couple others. Those are the teams that are meeting with quarterbacks right now. So that gives you an idea of who might mm-hmm. be in the market for quarterback.
1: This is when we really see like the draft rumors really start to pick up and you can come and get all those rumors from us because you know, we're going to bring the rumors.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I, today I dropped the, uh, the, uh, Zach Wilson has been given permission to be traded. Who is trading for Zach Wilson? We got some really good comments on Instagram that like the Patriots are going to trade a nickel, some pocket lent and a 2026 seventh round pick to get Zach Wilson Um, somebody else said a 2039 seventh rounder. (laughs) Like, uh, maybe 2039, you can finally have return anyways. Um, yeah, the Mm drafts 25th through the 27th. You're also gone. Why are you gone during all these important dates?
1: I have a lot of travel coming up.
0: (laughs) Uh, the night of round one,
1: we are not, don't just because I'm not here. We're not going to let anybody down. No, we will still be here.
0: Night of round one. I will be live on our channel. Uh, just, Having some drinks, I did it last year. I uh-huh. drank some different things while just updating you on know, who the pick was and our thoughts um, of how it's going to impact fantasy football. And uh, yeah, like like we said, we're going to have a big giveaway. Uh-huh. So in April, make sure you show up. You're you're not going to want to miss it. We're also going to be talking about all the prospects. Um, Got to bring Colby back.
1: Yeah, but the next like the next couple of months, like it's really it's important. It's very impactful for yeah your fantasy leagues, um, you've got to keep an eye on it. I mean, it's going to change fantasy football player values. Some guys are going to obviously go to new teams. Their stock will change. Yeah, They're going to change the stock of the people on that team, depending on who goes where. Yeah. You'll, you'll just have to, they open, you also have to remember that they open up target shares or running back carries. Yeah. I mean, like for other players.
0: If Saquon leaves, when they leave, yeah. Who's getting the carries there and who will be fantasy relevant then? Mm-hmm. For
1: sure. There's a lot. It's like how does it impact the team he goes to? How does that it too. change yeah. the team they left? What does this mean like yeah. when they're drafting? It's just a lot.
0: I agree. Uh RD says he will join to celebrate K- Caleb Williams to the Bears. <laughs> I, I I don't There's know.
1: a isn't there talk right now? Now there's like talk that The Bears are looking to trade that number one pick.
0: Oh, the newest rumor. I don't even think I told you this.
1: I don't think I heard this. The
0: Bears are going to trade the number one pick. And the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields. Both. Both? Yeah, they're going to trade back. that? They're going to pick one of the other quarterbacks because they're not sold on Caleb Williams. So they're gonna trade down a little bit. So we missed the like... first
1: Mahomes. <laughs> and now we have the opportunity to draft another quarterback. Like I would the first quarterback that's hitting the draft that has been compared to Mahomes since Mahomes, and we're gonna pass on him too. <laughs> He's we're not gonna Mahomes. are we gonna draft, are we drafting I... Mitch Trubisky number two? Because I would like to pass on that. When was Mahomes? How long has Mahomes been in the NFL? When was he drafted? 2019.
0: Uh, maybe, but um Drake May out of North Carolina. <laughs> Gives me Mitch Trubisky vibes. I think he's better, but Shit. look at us—like <laughs> trade back one or two spots and draft Drake May. Uh, I would take Daniels from LSU if we're moving on from Fields. Mm-hmm. I would take. I would. But trade it wasn't way the it in-
1: wasn't the 2020 draft though, right? That's no, what I'm trying to get at. Like we're not so. repeating our oh. mistakes. <laughs> Mahomes has been in, in the NFL. It was before 2020. Mahomes got drafted. But do you know what I mean? Like all the things. I know. I
0: feel like I need. <laughs> we look. have to.
1: Where are we following this conspiracy theory that we started? Right. <laughs> somebody else started it we just expanded on it and there's too many similarities
0: 2017
1: okay 2017 so, so i was good. like even two years off with of 2019 yeah
0: um <laughs> yeah i now there's some some things coming up with william's size and they he reportedly played at six foot one but maybe at the combine is not going to measure six foot one
1: we what? Repeat that again. He so there's what? some,
0: he played at six foot one. That's how he was listed through college and everything. But
1: he's but what, there five, some, five, five eleven. There are some <laughs> concerns that he's not much
0: bigger than Bryce young. Maybe an inch how or two
1: tall is Bryce five, 10 shit. Yeah. Um, so what they I'm just,
0: so out on the Caleb Williams stuff. I do not want him on the bears. I will accept it because I'm a diehard fan that loves pain. But but I, size I think... doesn't
1: maybe size doesn't matter if he's yeah, Mahomes, Bryce Young. If he's Mahomes talent. Bryce Young wasn't compared to Mahomes.
0: Oh we'll get into it when we talk about these prospects because I have <laughs> so much more to say. But if
1: he is, let's just say he is though. If he is the talent of Mahomes, even if he's just he's ranked not. right behind Mahomes, do we pass on that?
0: We got Fields. I like Fields. I like. Let's say they're we're
1: cut. Let's say like what you just heard is they're trading the first round pick away and they're trading Fields out. Do you pass on a Mahomes like?
0: Well, it would be very typical of the Bears too. I know, but they would draft J.J. McCarthy (laughs) from Michigan. That would be just the ultimate Chicago move. Like, let's draft this J.J. McCarthy guy that looked put this into existence. (laughs) He looked good in, in Jim Harbaugh's system, mm-hmm. but isn't a guy that succeeds in the NFL. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting it's one. It's going to be. Um, but still, like Caleb Williams, some of the comparisons he gets are to players like you would not want on your team. Zach Wilson was one of the comparisons he was given. <laughs> I don't want Zach Wilson on the Bears. But you
1: but Mahomes. <laughs> Yeah, I know we've talked about it. We would have ruined Mahomes, would we have though, or would we have changed?
0: I don't know. It's you know what? I don't want to talk about Caleb Williams anymore right now. I was not mentally prepared to get in this today. Let's talk some whiskey.
1: <laughs> you open the door even I'm further. Shutting the door and locking it. <laughs> my foot's in it. <laughs> get get out of there. I don't
0: want Caleb Williams to the Bears. So I know it's a possibility. I'm fully aware of that, but I don't want it. Okay. I I want to pick uh, Caleb. Not Caleb Williams' brain. I would love to pick his brain, but I want to pick Colby dance's brain over this um, because if you look, let's
1: bring him on the show. Let's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's get you know. him on the show soon and let's pick his brain about it before. Because
0: when you look at the well top before. five quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Caleb Williams has one of the worst completion percentages. He has the worst pressure to sack rate. He holds the ball the longest out of all of them. He takes the most sacks out of all of them. Even though, even when holding the ball too long, he's still getting sacked. Out of these top five guys, there are so many flags that I'm throwing up. Going, no, no, not
1: today, not today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you
0: did our whiskey uh, um, history or or research. I'm going to pour it and taste it while you're talking about it. Is that all one right? For you?
1: Yeah, you're like we're just moving on here. I'm, I'm not even gonna transition. Yeah. We're just doing this. We, you're you're angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's nothing that gets me fired up more. Then Caleb Williams to the Bears, except Kyle
1: Pitts. (laughs) Or Caleb Williams.
0: Kyle Pitts to the Bears with Caleb Williams.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So as we... Put that back in the bottle. Hold up the bottle. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. As we mentioned earlier today, we are trying Restoration Rye from Castle and Key Distillery.
0: Really cool bottle. Very heavy.
1: As soon as we open the box... like. This yeah. was really exciting to receive the, and get yeah. to try this. So thank you so much, Castle and Key. As soon as we pulled this ball, I was just like, wow, it's yeah. heavy. The glass is heavy. It has all the metal finishings, like even the stopper has that thick metal on it, That's, the metal bands. I picked
0: the or took the stopper out and it's this thing is heavy.
1: Yeah. Like it's met it's heavy. It, yeah. It's got um you know me and my bottle and the architecture of a bottle. I know. It even has the metal like released in 2023 at the bottom there. Let me see. Camera, there we go. Yeah. Um, in, in the it grass. has castle in key imprint castle in key. Castle and key imprinted into the glass. I love the design of this bottle.
0: Yeah. Big shout out to Perla. Perla mm-hmm. sent us this. So yes. big shout out to her.
1: Big shout out. This is wow. I said wow when we pulled this out yeah, of the box. She's she like, did. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. You, uh, a bottle and label and everything like that is a huge thing that you notice. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and with this one, you can't not notice it. <clears throat> Calm down. Uh, with this one, you can't not notice, no. in my opinion. No. Nope.
1: All right. You talk all so, and taste. Castle and Key Distillery is located out of Woodford County, Kentucky. And I think that's the, they're in Frankfurt, Kentucky. Yep. <clears throat> and the distillery. It's beautiful. It's a castle. There's an actual castle there. I got a photo. You do show the photo. There you go. It's just beautiful. The castle's like off to the right there. Um, What you're seeing is like the main distillery, but there's a castle there. So I want to go. I want to go too. Yeah, hundred percent. We can. We can. uh, I'm not to spoiler alert here, but they have Airbnbs, castle and key does in the castle. No, no, their houses that they restored. So. It was this, um, their distillery was previously the old Taylor Distillery, and Castle and Key began restoring it back in 2014. Um, The actual castle itself was built back in 1887 by Colonel Edmund Haynes Taylor Jr. Um, That's a mouthful. It is a mouthful, but we're here to say it. (laughs) This site um, first served as a distillery back to like dating back to like 1819.
0: So I'm just going to go ahead and assume mm-hmm. if you are a, a whiskey fan, you know, the whiskey E.H. Taylor. I'm going to assume that's named for him.
1: I believe so. Yeah. Yes. It would make sense. It I would guess. be. Um, so it was, a you know, built back in 1887 and in it was only not even 40 years. In 1920 prohibition forced the closing of the distillery and it then it changed hands back and forth, different occupants until it basically like fell into ruin and come 2012 over, not quite, not over, just about a century later, um, Will Arvin came across four photographs of the abandoned distillery and it really like just captured his mind and like he thought about it and thought about it until he found himself going there himself to see it. Um and when he went to see it, like you know, he took a flashlight. Like there's roofs that are caved in. Everything's covered in like overgrowth and vines, and it's abandoned and mm-hmm. probably a little scary. And <laughs> <laughs> if I, so I would be scary
0: I'm sure you would.
1: It's <laughs> a little creepy going there by myself. I I'm would not, be
0: like, this is cool. You I would know. be like, this is creepy.
1: Like. If I'm going to go by myself, take a flashlight in the middle of the day because it's so dark and all these buildings are caved in and I'm in this old 1800s (laughs) castle. (laughs) Anyway, um, so it's just I just go back to like horror movies. But no, I'm sure this is really cool. He had this vision um, and he wanted to see this place restored. And so he went out there in 2012. He purchased like they purchased Castle and Key in 2014 started restoring it they and turning it into like back into a distillery mm-hmm. <clears throat> um they first released clear spirits so like your gin and your vodka in 2018 and then the restoration rye that we're trying was their first age spirit release oh, nice. and they released it in 2020 in march 22 they released their small batch kentucky straight bourbon and that bourbon was the first um, bourbon distillate to be distilled and released at the historic old Taylor Distillery in five decades. So, <laughs> wow. really cool. Yeah. Um, so, if you're in the area or looking to travel, um, you can book a tour. This place is, it's like, it's so cool. It's a huge place. You can do the tour. You can... Um, walk like the botanical trail through the gardens they're located along glens creek so you can grab a cocktail go outside walk around sit by the creek um their place like you can also like use it as a venue they rent it as a venue it would be a pretty sweet venue yeah um but i also saw that if you're looking to stay in the area and stuff they have airbnb's not i at first I was like sweet we're booking an airbnb <laughs> at the distillery but no they they restored different historic houses in the area they mm-hmm. have the shanklin house the field house and the stone house um so yeah that, that's a, interesting really cool you yeah, can go stay at a sure. castle and key airbnb and yes they decorated like castle and key like i think it was like a photo of the stone house i saw they have like uh C and a K on the wall and yeah. Calvin
0: Klein, right? Oh,
1: <laughs> yes. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also have uh Castle and Key 502, which is located within the Falls City Market in Louisville, Kentucky. So you can go, you can shop Castle and Key merchandise, you can have a drink at the bar, sip cocktails while you shop. Um, but yeah, that's in that Falls City market there. So um before we get into like some of their other products that they have, mm-hmm. let's talk about this restoration rye. Yeah. So let's do it. Um, here it is. I was like picking up my old fashioned. <laughs> I, I already told you I tasted chocolate in the yeah. old fashioned and you did not use chocolate bitters. No. But
0: so before we go into like it.
1: the what we're tasting and smelling, um <clears throat> each batch of their restoration rye is Blended using a series of pods. And what that is, is each pod it's created by grouping barrels to create the perfect sensory profile. So the mash bill for the restoration rye is 17% corn, 63% rye, and 20% malted barley.
0: Okay. And that, I'm gonna stop here real quick. That makes a lot of sense <laughs> because um I won't say all the taste stuff I'm getting yet, but I get a lot of barley. Uh, more than your regular you get a lot of that like malted um, just kind of a barley taste it it was interesting to me anyways sorry go on
1: and um, they've had many batches over the years of this but this is batch one of
0: 2023
1: Mm -hmm. and a batch size for the restoration rye is 120 barrels so
0: not huge
1: I don't think Pretty that's big, huge. It's no. It's a lot, but I don't think yeah, it's really huge. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was aged three years, and this proof is 106.5.
0: And it does have some heat. It's got some kick, but not...
1: It has to, like, it's, it stands out. I'm I, assuming, like, whatever it's it doing was, in this old-fashioned, it's phenomenal. It was
0: really good in the old-fashioned, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, it has some kick, but I do like that the kick stays here for me. None of it goes down. Um So I smelled chocolate. I told you, you mentioned that. But when I opened the bottle, I I smelled chocolate I don't smell chocolate
1: here in a smaller dose.
0: Uh, Do you want me to tell you what I'm tasting or do you want to taste it first?
1: I want to taste it first. You're going
0: to need a couple times. Um, So I'll just talk about the smell since you already did that. I I did get some chocolate. It was, it was, there's some sweeter smells there too, besides just chocolate. Um, And then a lot of spice. It's
1: very spicy.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of spice. There's a kick
1: at the end. Like,
0: yeah. No, I know. That's the first, <laughs> the first drink I took it and I get all that spice. I've got to do like, my
1: three sips. Yeah. I'm going to do my three tries.
0: Um, Yeah. I'll wait. But the, the thing, this, yes, it's higher proof, but also just the flavor, the flavor is very complex. There's mm. a lot of different stuff going on there and it makes for a really good cocktail. Um, old fashions are meant to be drank with a rye. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of restaurants, a lot of people do, do bourbon. bourbon mm-hmm. but originally I think my first Old Fashioned I ever rye. had was with bourbon. Yeah. And it, originally they makers. were made with rye makers. Yep.
1: Yeah. And and this makes a really sorry. good Old Fashioned. I going to go Four yeah. Roses. That was like my. Yeah. The single
0: barrel mm-hmm. used to be your go-to. Um, yeah. Very, very rye forward, obviously. Very mm-hmm. spice forward. But. After about my third taste, I started getting some like sweet citrusy. Sweets. I don't know if I'm. Citrus?
1: This is. (laughs) I don't know. Do I get citrus? I don't think I get citrus. Well,
0: you're right and you're wrong. Uh, No.
1: (laughs) I think I get like. I will hold, please. Mm -hmm.
0: It's more towards the end. Like once I have swallowed it and I'm sitting, I get like orange. I don't know why I said it orange instead of orange. (laughs) trying to be fancy, obviously. I'll get a little bit of orange. (laughs) Get some orange. I don't know. um, This has a lot of flavor to it, though, for sure. Not orange. No?
1: Not citrus. I don't get citrus at all.
0: You don't? No, there is
1: a fruit there. I'm trying to pinpoint it. We need our whiskey wheel.
0: It's uh, in a thing right down there, but we don't have to get it right yet. (laughs) He's just trying to blindly look.
1: It's right
0: on the shelf. No, no, no. It's in the.
1: Okay, well, we're just gonna. I'm dropping stuff. I see, that. it's in the
0: <laughs> basket there, but that's. fine. Yeah,
1: on the shelf. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's
1: looking in.
0: That's not. You said it's on the shelf. It's not on the shelf. It's what in a basket. What do you
1: have in this basket? This basket drives my. <laughs> it is no that's longer the... organized. So I organize while you. you're doing that.
0: Uh, our cat, which I don't know if we've talked about on the pod, but we have a new cat um, as of mm, end no. of October. End of October. And she's on the edge of my desk, which this is my desk. I work at for my real job too. And she's just looking at me. She's sitting and looking, staring me right in the eyes. I look over, she's looking at me. What are you just looking at me for? And she just starts backing up while sitting, but backing backwards and just down off the desk, falls off of it and grabs said basket that you just reached in as she fell and tipped it all over. And then just looked at it and sniffed it like, hey, what happened here? <laughs> like, but I have no- she looked at me in the eye the whole time as she just started backing up and fell. She was looking in the eye as she fell. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> Anyways, you found the whiskey wheel. Yeah,
1: more dried fruits, but it's not prune or fi- I- apricot.
0: Maybe. I still get orange. Orange. I get a lot of orange with it.
1: I don't get citrus. You don't.
0: I no. get um I do have a little bit of the baker's chocolate now that it's sitting. Like just the finish, I feel that in my mouth. Like I've had some baker's chocolate. There's
1: a richness. It's like a rich, mm-hmm. a rich um, taste.
0: Um consistency is good. It's not a thin It's whiskey. got a good
1: mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. Yeah. <laughs> Am I using the terminology correctly?
0: Yeah. I mean it's not a thick, but it's not too too thin. Mm-hmm. So good mouthfeel. Um yeah, I don't know. What else you got on it?
1: I think you're right. I think that malted barley really,
0: it, it even it though it's only twenty percent
1: out, twenty percent uh, of the mash bill. I
0: still think, from what I've seen of ones we've had before, that's higher than mm-hmm. than a lot of them. Um, and yeah, it, that does the, at out. the
1: back of my mouth. You know, when you have like a something very cinnamony,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it kind of feels like that back yeah. there.
0: Like red hot cinnamony or cinnamon stick of gum?
1: Cinnamon stick of gum. Yeah, cinnamon gum. Yeah. Yes, cinnamon yep. gum.
0: Yeah. No, this has a lot of flavor to it. Um, a lot of spice, a lot of a lot of peppery spice so get, in there.
1: This All sounds spice. weird. Apricot to ap- apricot, and then that barley yeah. and big red gum.
0: And big red <laughs> gum. I like it. Now, well, we had the. Uh, taste profile covered mm-hmm. let's see what they say aroma baked apricot demerara sugar dried cherry ginger honeysuckle cinnamon ginger. allspice and pumpernickel
1: ginger could be giving me that
0: yeah. feel yeah oh
1: there cinnamon is in, in the, the t- that's the aroma though taste pumpernickel
0: based uh, based mm. baked apricot cane syrup baking chocolate i did get baking chocolate fig rye grass Candied fig. orange. Maybe it maybe we're confusing ryegrass for the malted barley. Maybe it's more rye of a ryegrass rye grass taste. And then
1: I said maybe not fig, but maybe it's a yeah, a combo yeah. of that. But there's candied you said orange in there. Too. See, ah. I was when you said citrus, I'm thinking like tart citrus. Like no, no.
0: I get like a sweet <sighs> orange. Like a candied orange. It says fresh rose. I don't get that. Um, but I also have never tasted a rose. And cinnamon so, and clove. Um, and the cinnamon, you you pointed that out. The clove, now that I read it, that's mm-hmm. probably a lot of the kick of the spice to it. Um, and then finished candied orange. Round, round
1: mouth feel.
0: Because it makes you... Whew, <laughs> uh, warming. I
1: don't think that's what that means. <laughs> no,
0: a warming medium lingering spice. Mm-hmm. I definitely get that because I felt like the spice is yeah. just hanging around there. And It's then, good. Uh, I, it feels
1: orange. like when you have like how your taste buds are all sizzly when you have a... Yeah. Big red gum. Yeah.
0: yep. Yeah. No, I definitely get the cinnamon. I get orange in mine, some of the baking chocolate, mm-hmm. um, and then just a lot of rice spice. A lot of I rice spice. I don't get spice. any
1: floral to me. And maybe mm-hmm. it's just kind of hidden there. Yeah, this could be. Um, but I'm really picking up on the what.
0: Oh, I just like what RD said. This is your real job. The other one just pays the bills 100%. <laughs> um, would love for the real job to be drinking whiskey and talking football. <laughs>
1: that would be. <laughs> something.
0: Yeah. Um this is really good. Mm-hmm. I it's complex. Um I like it in both, but I think for me it's a the cocktail. The old fashioned
1: was phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. I'm not I can't say that enough. Like we've we drink because of the show so many different old fashions. Yeah. This was good this in the old fashioned. It was for a standout, sure. but different. Like yeah. cuz you made it just the basic old fashioned Same but with theirs doing. and I thought you used some kind of fancy bitters. I was like, did you throw the chocolate bitters in my drink. Nope. Um no. it tastes chocolatey. It yeah. tastes like a chocolatey old fashioned.
0: Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um
1: and that proof point, like that is, it's perfect to stand out. Like it doesn't you don't lose it in a cocktail.
0: I feel maybe this is weird, but I feel like this would be really good in a Manhattan, too. A
1: Manhattan.
0: I could just really, with uh, the sweet vermouth, mm-hmm. it would kind of offset that sweetness with its Chocolatey. It and, and... Yeah.
1: Well, but I see, know. I don't get chocolatey on its own. It's when I it's with bit, but... the, yeah. the other stuff in the old fashion that the chocolate really comes out to me. Because yeah. I swear you put chocolate bitters in that.
0: Um, I'm trying to think of another drink that I feel like this would be good in. Um, a bouvardier. This would stand out really well in a Boulevardier,
1: mm-hmm. in
0: my opinion. Um, I, I guess I haven't made a lot of those. Is that bourbon or rye normally? Do you remember?
1: Bourbon. Oh,
0: it's usually bourbon. I think. I, I think this would.
1: Uh, um, I know when we first had it, we had it with bourbon. Maybe that's not right. Yeah. When we had it at a restaurant, it was made with bourbon.
0: All right. Um. Why don't, while I'm looking this up, why don't but you uh, tell us one some thing more. about
1: a blue a Boulevardier? Uh, is that well, isn't it made with um Campari? Is it no, not Campari, Amaro. One of those. One of those like fancy liqueurs, herbal liqueurs. But I hate the fact that you can. It's the only one that's out there. Like there's yeah. other and it. I mean
0: Campari is Campari.
1: Is it Campari? Or is it Amaro? Which one it's is the it? Campari. Campari. Yeah. Um, it's that it has. Dye in it, yeah, artificial dye and um, coloring, and that like puts me off of it completely.
0: Per the goog, but actually, per liquor.com, most recipes utilize bourbon, though some people prefer the spicier quality of a rye whiskey mm-hmm. in a boulevardier. This this has an amazing spiciness and just something that I think would stand out great. Yes. I want to make one now. Um, it's, to, I think this would be
1: fantastic. We need to try this in all kinds of different cocktails, but yeah, it's definitely. Interesting and unique enough, yeah. like on its own,
0: for sure. Um, yeah. to
1: have it neat if you enjoy having your whiskey neat. Um, I've come to enjoy having whiskey neat, yeah, uh, more often than not, but definitely stands out in a cocktail. Before we get into their additional spirits, I did want to point out that their um, restoration rye in for the 2023 it got double gold at the Denver International Spirits Competition nice. in 2022. It, scored 91 points in the ultimate spirits challenge and that's like excellent yeah highly recommended in 2021 it got gold at the san francisco spirits competition and then they did get another award in 2023 it was gold at the bartender spirit awards and i can see because a bartender should really consider getting this like this is like super unique in a cocktail
0: agreed yeah um the The point system at the Ultimate Spirits Challenge, you might be going, I have no idea what that mm. is. Above 90 is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking with Brian Nolte, and I think, don't quote me on this, but I feel like he said Pappy got a 93, I think is what he said. So, I mean, Pappy is what people put on a pedestal for whiskey, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're getting a 91 and you're close to Pappy, you're doing something right.
1: Yes. Yeah. So some of their additional spirits, they have the Restoration rye Single Barrel. Mm-hmm. They have, which I already talked about, their small batch, um, well, this small batch weeded bourbon. Wheated. Wheated. Wheat. <laughs> Wheated. Cool. Whip. Okay. Um, they also have something that I think is really cool, and I did a lot of, like, clicking after I was reading on this. Um, they have Untold Story, and it's, like, the untold story of Kentucky whiskey. It's a... Uh, it's unique. It's like a two barrel blend whiskey featuring Hickory King corn, which is an heirloom variety of corn. And it's aged five years. But this um, untold story, it's a collaboration with the Kentucky Black Bourbon Guild. And it has a um, it's a very special limited release that was created to celebrate the contributions of African-Americans to the spirits industry, both in history and present day. Oh, nice. Um, and so then I. Uh, I also was reading that like diversity and inclusion, it's extremely important to the distillery. And with it, this limited release, 100% of the proceeds go towards the Castle and Key scholarship fund. So I was like, well, what's the Castle and Key scholarship fund? (laughs) So I looked it up and it's a $5,000 diversity in Kentucky distilling scholarship um, that supports students of color who have an interest in working in the distilling industry in Kentucky. And it's also, if you get it, it is renewable. It's a renewable scholarship for one year, like for one additional year oh, that's um, cool. of study. So I thought that was really cool that a, they do that. And they
0: study to collaborate distiller.
1: with all of that with the Kentucky Black Bourbon Guild. That's cool. And as we've had like different like distillers on, like even like Victoria E.D. Butler, like we are finding like so much of like – Black history in distilling and bourbon yeah. and even like Tennessee whiskey or, you know, yeah. is hidden and it's getting like released in the history and the stories are like the, the untold story they're being told. Yeah. And it's really interesting. It's exciting to give the recognition there. Um, so I thought this was really cool with yeah. their untold story. But, yeah, it's just a special limited release hundred percent of proceeds go to the scholarship.
0: Really cool. Interrupting you real quick. Already said it sounds like it good be would be good with a ginger beer, not as a mule, but just with the ginger beer. I really mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. For yes. sure. I told him to uh, start carrying it at the moose and I'll come drink that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, They also so they have a lot of gins. So gin for me is second to whiskey. Yeah, it is second to my whiskey and my bourbon. So is gin. Like that is, if I'm gonna have something and it's not whiskey, it's usually with gin.
0: I don't know what I would pick.
1: You're just whiskey.
0: I'm just whiskey. You're
1: just whiskey. <laughs> I
0: like a couple gins. So you do. Yeah,
1: you've tried some of my gin cocktails yeah. or whatever. Um, but they have they have many gins. <laughs> they have two rotating gins. They're their seasonal gins. So. Right now, um, they still have the limited release um, for the fall and winter seasons. Mm-hmm. It's their harvest seasonal gin, and I wish we had a photo of the label because the label got me. Like, not only are there like herbs and flowers all over the this label, but they have those vintage gold like flower cutting scissors.
0: Oh yeah, like
1: that. I didn't buy gold ones. I bought like coppery ones for mm-hmm. the garden to cut my herbs and no, flowers in the garden um and then they have a blue colored key with a castle like an antique key with a castle in like the
0: i have you know, i have part i have they're noticed that their labels and bottles like they there's so much that goes good. into
1: it and yeah. it's really impressive um so Yeah, the Harvest Seasonal Gin is for the fall and winter. They have the Rise Seasonal Gin for the spring and summer. They also have the Roots of Ruin Gin and the Wool Gatherer Gin. So there's a lot um, of information on their website. You can go and check those out see what those gins are about. They also have the Sacred Spring Vodka. And they do have a cocktail mixer. It's a Millville Mule cocktail mixer. They got a lot of stuff yeah
0: roots of ruin gin for some reason just it sounds mm-hmm. like something that should be in a board game the roots of ruin <laughs> i don't know why um yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. and all things. have
1: the same that's all their castle and key bottle yeah but same the shape. the artwork on the labels is really cool and yeah. it's neat
0: from the from the different whiskeys i've seen on their page and stuff their labels are very mm-hmm. cool uh this is really something i would recommend trying Especially if you like ryes and cocktails, but it's worth trying on its own too. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's different. It's complex. You drink it, and you can tell it's not a bourbon. You can tell it's a rye, but it's not like, you know, w- when you buy, without insulting some of the bigger companies, bigger whiskey makers. When you buy a rye, you're like, okay, this tastes like it's one of the ryes, and that's that's kind of where it stops. Mm-hmm. This you can taste it's a rye, but there's a lot more to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was,
1: I was gonna think- say we haven't really. I can't remember the last time we had one of the more bigger brand co- distillery right. whiskeys, though, since we've developed more of a palette.
0: Right. Because we really true. have. We
1: thought we had a good whiskey palette before, <laughs> but we really didn't.
0: <laughs> right. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So it
1: would be interesting to go back and kind of try it. Like, I I still I think, think craft, some, craft but... distilleries are just...
0: Yeah, I like. They're the uniqueness awesome. Of yeah, them.
1: they're so unique and different regions. I'm excited I, to where I can tell. I think I got Texas narrowed down. Texas is there's something about Texas. I Saw some today
0: about how like uh, Texas whiskey has a Texas funk, and it, people it don't does. mean it in a bad way. From, when but we were trying from
1: balcone, is like I'm tasting Texas here. Yeah, <laughs> this is taste a Texas. Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're getting it. Yeah,
0: um, we. You're right. We don't drink a lot of the big ones. We've also read a lot about a lot of the big names. They're using fairly the same recipe. The same recipe. There's a lot of the same recipe. Well, they're not craft.
1: They're not craft. It's like the same, and but you get the same when you get to them. So, like, like batch. Like this is batch one of 2023. I'm sure it tastes different than batch one of 2022. Right. Like, do you know what I mean? So, like, because.
0: Which will be interesting yeah, to compare. Do you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. This, so I I poured a second glass, and it's much milder now. You
1: poured a second. glass. I did.
0: It's much milder now, um, than that first one. It does mm. surprise you a little bit with the heat, but when it's you a,
1: it's very complex. Let it breathe and, yeah. some.
0: Um, now it's a little bit smoother. Uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting. A lot of complex flavors mm-hmm. there. So go check out Castle and Key, whether it's the Restoration Rye or one of the other uh, many. Different products that you uh talked about, the wheated, wheated bourbon. I want to try that. Um let's catch up with the chat real quick before we get out yep. of here. RD says, Have you tried the Revelton Mulberry Gin yet?
1: Oh my gosh, yes. Uh a couple years ago, because here in Winter Set we have oh my gosh, it's blanking on me. The, the drift the drift. Thank you. You're welcome. Um and they have Revelton whiskey and their gins, and they have a Revelton mule. Yeah. A mulberry mule. And you're a
0: big fan of it.
1: It's good. Is yeah. it a mulberry mule?
0: Yeah. Mulberry. I'm second them, guessing
1: myself. Because
0: it's their mulberry gin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm second guessing myself on the gin. Um, you're really a big good. fan of that. Yep. We need
0: to have them on the show sometime. I mean, mm-hmm. they are fairly close. So it would be good to have them to support. Yes. And, uh,
1: yeah, they're like 25, 30 minutes from us.
0: And Oh, I get it. Um, my my mother said I do a lot of wool gathering after drinking a few whiskeys, which I didn't understand at first, but counting sheep, gathering wool. Um, she says a, oh. a little sleeping after <laughs> drinking a few whiskeys. <laughs> I was confused at first, but I, I'm with you now. I got it. Um, this is very good. Castle mm-hmm. and Key Restoration Rye Perla. Thank you so much yes, for sending this video. Thank you. Us.
1: Thank you. Um,
0: and thank you to the Castle and Key family for sending it. We really appreciate it. Really good. Highly recommend it. Um, and check our social for, for a nice page or a nice picture of it. You took a really lovely photo of the bottle because it is and we didn't sometimes when we take photos, we, we had like some oranges or a glass or, this just really I stands kept it out. Simple. Yeah, it stands out, so we kept it simple. Um, but yeah.
1: I'm running out of textures and places in our house to take photos. I'm like, every time I have to come up with something new and a different idea, I used our lamps today. <laughs>
0: um, just so you guys know, if you are in the uh, Des Moines area, the the Moose, the Flying Moose mm-hmm. does have the Revelton products. Um, oh, awesome. And uh, he said that, RD said that might be a good idea for a live pod at the Moose since he carries a few other products. Yes, That'd be sweet. That would be. For sure. Uh, Do you have anything else you want to add uh, next week? We're going to be talking about kind of the free agency and some of the rumors we're hearing and how
1: we'll have Redwood Empire. And we have
0: Redwood Empire next week. Yes. Thank you for that. On the 7th? The 7th. Yeah. Yes. Uh, The video might be released the 8th, but the pod will be available on the 7th to listen. So Mm -hmm. anything else you want to add?
1: No, this has been fun.
0: It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Good luck if you have Dynasty Drafts coming up. Good luck with them. Have fun. Uh, make sure you shoot us questions if you have them. Otherwise, my whiskey's almost gone. Going once, going twice. Sold.